WRGN Rewind. Say hey, it's a good day. We're back here on Wake Up Right, and we have a very special guest with us on Wake Up Right this morning. We've been talking a lot on Wake Up Right about back to school. And just recently, my daughter heard Jenny Mae Johnson speak at the Life Women's Conference, and she said, Dad, you've got to have her on Wake Up Right because kids are heading back to school. Everybody's busy, busy, busy. She said her session was on I'm so over this, overworked, overcommitted, and overwhelmed. Welcome, Jenny Mae Johnson. Thank you. It's nice to be here with you today. It is so good to have you with us. And uh, you uh, are familiar to me through your brother, James May. Our listeners probably have heard James talking either about the weather or talking (laughs) about the road conditions or things like that. And now he's uh, gone on to another job. I've known you for a few years and just really glad to have you here in the studios to talk about, well, our schedules you had some great insight that my daughter wanted you to share with us here on Wake Up Right. You have kids now that are still of the school age? I do. So my children, my three older ones are young adults. Mm-hmm. So one in college, two getting married in the next year. Oh, wow. Talk about <laughs> yes, overworked, <yes>. overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a 15-year-old as well who's okay. going to 10th grade. All right. And uh, how, do you, how do you manage this as the, the kids are heading back to school? How do you evaluate your life and say, okay, what's important, what's not? So... I will say I'm also a single mom. Okay. Um, and I've got a full-time job and three side hustles. Oh, wow. <laughs> so so my life looks a little bit different than maybe your average, maybe not maybe mm-hmm. your average listener. But what I tend to do is I have six areas of like personal inventory mm-hmm. that I look at about every six months. Mm-hmm. And I look backwards and I say, have I improved in this area? And then I set goals for the coming six months and I, I attempt to reach those goals. And so those areas will be like physical, spiritual, emotional, or relational, whatever that looks like, financial. Um, For me, it's been academic, also pursuing another degree. And then something along the lines of extracurricular. So for me, that's musical. So personal development, not just always focused on, I got to get this done, 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 done. But what can I do to make myself a better person? Correct. And to be good stewards of ourselves, Okay, of the gifts God's given us, of the talents he's given us, of the time, the money, the Mm -hmm. resources. So every six months or so that I reevaluate this, sometimes those, those areas switch order. Oh, okay. So as a single mom, my financial situation and my financial goals might look higher than another woman's financial goals. Okay. For me, spiritual always obviously is first. Mm -hmm. And I will openly say that physical for me often gets bumped to the bottom. (laughs) It is very easy for us, uh, especially moms. Mm -hmm. I've seen this with my wife for them to deprioritize their own physical well-being for the sake of the family. How do you how do you keep that in balance? I mean obviously health is important. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't be healthy. Right. But I think there's an emphasis maybe on, you know, we have to be looking this way or doing this thing or or going to the gym or fitting in, you know, kale smoothies, whatever that looks like. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we we have this social pressure on mm, us too. Yeah. To, to look a certain way. And, and for me, that's just simply had to be, I fit 
the physical in where it fits in my schedule. Okay. And, and that like right now looks different than it did two years ago. Right. Um, so that's kind of an ever evolving thing is where, where the physical goes in my list of priorities. Okay. Now you did mention though, that the, the, the spiritual you try to keep as number one, how in a mom's busy schedule, a single mom's busy schedule, are you able to do that? I want to talk about that when we come back. We've got more music coming your way here on Wake Up Right. We're talking to Jenny Mae Johnson, overworked, overcommitted, and overwhelmed. How do we get over it? We're back here on Wake Up Right. We've got Jenny Mae Johnson here in the studios with us. Uh, Jenny was one of the breakout speakers at the Life Women's Conference recently at Clark Summit University. And uh, we're looking forward actually to next year's Life Women's Conference. I understand Laura Story, the special yes. musical guest, as well as uh, Sherry Holloway going to be the keynote speaker. I don't know if you're going to be doing a breakout again there this year, but... I do know that my daughter really appreciated your session called I'm So Over This, Overworked, Overcommitted, and Overwhelmed. Now, we were talking about the spiritual aspect of a, a mom's life and how you keep that in priority because there are certain expectations in the church even yeah. as to what we see in a woman's spiritual life. I mean, the, the logical place to go to look at a woman who's busy, mm -hmm. um, maybe Mary and Martha. Oh, yeah. You've got um, that well, one sitting at Jesus' feet, one yeah, working like crazy. Yeah, and I think we tend to think Mary equals spirituality, Martha equals unspiritual or, or too distracted. Mm. And in that moment, she was. Mm -hmm. But the next time we see Martha is, I think in the book of Luke, it talks about they're, they're sitting around the table, Lazarus is there, who's already been raised from the dead, right. and Martha's serving. And nothing is said negatively about it there. Right. So in the moment where Jesus said to Martha, Mary has chosen the better thing. Mm -hmm. What would Jesus have said if Martha had screaming toddlers needing lunch? Okay. <laughs> or if there were diapers that needed to be changed, or if it was her mm -hmm. turn for carpool pickup. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there are seasons of life that we go through where sometimes the what's on our plate, and this is a, the illustration that I love to use, you know, when I say my plate's full, mm -hmm. There are seasons where my plate was a, a tea saucer, and now my plate is bigger than my turkey platter at home, <laughs> and it's full. Right. Um, but I think rather than the spirituality, reading our Bible and praying and all of those things that we do that contribute to our spiritual condition, mm -hmm. rather than it being something we place on our plate, it is our plate. And I believe that when God gives us that faith and we we. We pursue that with him. We mm -hmm. pursue that, whether we're sitting in car pickup line for soccer practice or whether we're home mopping your floors or at work, whatever it is, it's a constant connection with God. Mm. Less than a sit down and have a one hour long devotional. That's important. It is. It is important. And yeah. I don't want to diminish from being in God's word. Right. But we don't have the luxury of downtime for our minds. Mm. As, as Christians, as busy moms, as busy women, we just don't have the luxury of 
letting music that goes into our ears not be something that points us to God, mm. of listening to, watching movies, reading books, anything that is going to pull us away from God is wasting that time in our minds and in our lives. So the lesson that Jesus was teaching was not that she was wrong in serving, but that she was wrong in letting it distract her from the important thing that was at that time, and that was being at Jesus' feet. Yes. Yes. And and that is so true. In fact, our family scripture comes from the book of Deuteronomy where it talks about our relationship with God. And it says, talk about it when you walk in the way, when you rise up, when you lie down. It's talking about a lifestyle, a busy lifestyle, walking, talking, rising up, laying down, but at the same time, keeping the focus where it needs yep. to be. Yep. So what's your key then to make it happen? The way that I have figured out in my life how to get kind of some of the the distractions out. The extraneous stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. I, and I hesitate to even call them distractions because there's not a lot in my life that I would say is a distraction more than a responsibility. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but I, I tend to ask myself a series of questions mm-hmm. um, about every role that I have, every hour that's taken up in my day. Okay, um, I go through a series of questions and I kind of categorize my responsibilities mm-hmm. and, and what I'm doing for those times. That might look something like, I'm a mom, I'm a daughter, I'm an employee. Mm-hmm. So we'll just go with those three simple things. Right. And I ask myself first the question, am I the only person who can do this job? As a mom, Am I the only person who can be a mom to my kids? Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's top priority. Right. Am I the only person who can take my son to soccer practice? Well, no, I have adult kids, so I'm not the only person. Oh, so that okay. might go someplace else. Am I the only person who can, you know, help aging parents? Mine are not quite there yet, but okay. am I the only person that well, I have brothers. So no, I, I will not be the only one. If you're an only child, that might look different for you. Right. My wife, an only child, and we yes. have that situation. Yes. Sure. So mm-hmm. that's going to become one of her things that she's going to say, yes, I'm the only one that can do this. And it is my responsibility to do that. Oh, I love this. This is so good, Jenny. I Thank appreciate you. this. <laughs> and then I go to, am I uniquely created to do this job? Hmm. As a wife, as a mom, you know, we are uniquely created to do certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm also a pianist. So my, my undergrad is in music. My master's is in counseling. So I'm kind of all over the place. Right. But music for me is therapy. It is worship. It is relaxation. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of things. So when I say, am I, am I uniquely created to play the piano at my church? Yes. However, am I the only one that can do it? Not no. necessarily. So maybe you don't, maybe if you find joy and pleasure in it, you do it, but not every week. And not at the expense of something that I'm the only one that can do. Okay, good. So good. Th- this is how I go through. And I, I literally sit down and I do every hour of my day, I give an account for. Mm. And I kind of say what that is that I'm doing. Yeah. If it's a mom, if it's transportation laundry, cleaning, you know, whatever it looks like. And then I go through and I ask myself these questions. And then the next one is, can someone else do this? Mm -hmm. I might be uniquely created for it, but somebody else is also able to do it. Right. And then am I passionate about this? I think that God does give us passions. Oh, yeah. And things that we do that that fill us, our our sense of identity, our sense of worth. Mm -hmm. God gives us those passions. So I just go through these um, and then obviously ask the question, is it something that brings me stress? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That one's an easy cross that one off the list, right? Unless it's 
the title mom. <laughs> well, that's true. That, the stress comes with that. Yeah. Now, you've been talking a lot to moms, but dads, if you're listening this morning, please don't ignore these. I've learned right now from this just a couple of things that I should probably be looking yes. at and asking those questions about. I want to come back one more time if you have the time, because sure. I'd love to talk just a little bit more about what our expectations are, because we expect certain things of ourselves. And we think everybody else expects that of us as well, but that might not be the case. We're going to be back in just a second. We've got Jenny Mae Johnson in the studio with us talking about overworked, overcommitted, and overwhelmed. We're back here on Wake Up Right. We've got special guest Jenny Mae Johnson with us. She was a breakout speaker at the recent Life Women's Conference and just enjoying talking to her about what God has done in her life and some of the truths that have been brought to her through the things that she has been through. And we talked before we went to the break there about expectations. Uh, sometimes we have expectations. We want to look a certain way, not just for ourselves, but for others. In fact, a lot of times it's for others, isn't it? Because we have no problem getting up in the morning, not taking a shower all day long (laughs) and doing what we need to do around the house because it's a work day. But man, if there's somebody else going to be there, we want to be showered and hair done and makeup and the whole nine yards. So the expectations sometimes put on us from the outside, but really from the inside. It's internal, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, And I think that sometimes we have expectations, well, that are unrealistic. Mm -hmm. And sometimes society's expectations are unrealistic. Of us are unrealistic, yeah. And even sometimes I think the church's expectations of us and what we give and what we do and and who's going to volunteer for VBS. Oh, right. You know, who's going to do that? I think sometimes those are even unrealistic at times, mm-hmm. um, this what we're capable of doing and, and the stages of life, the season of life that we're in, it adjusts constantly. Mm-hmm. Just because you could do something one year doesn't mean the next year you can still fit it in. That's such a good point. And I hope that if you are a leader in a church, you're listening to this. Because one of the things that we had done, that my dad had implemented in our church, was that uh, he specifically said, if you commit to something this year, Mm. does not mean that you've committed to it for the rest of your life. Because really, (laughs) it's almost like handcuffs sometimes in churches, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. You led the the Christmas cantata last year. So of course you're going to do it this year. You already have a year of experience. And for the rest <laughs> of your life. Yes, <laughs> and and you don't necessarily <laughs> need to be the person that does that for the rest of your life. So uh, there are ways that you can, you can help evaluate this, isn't there? Yeah. I think one of the things that, that is important to do though, is to determine why you feel overwhelmed. Okay. What is it? Is it your own choices your own bad choices. Mm -hmm. You know, the woman who wastes time, or the man who wastes time on playing video games or on Pinterest or whatever Uh, that looks like, who wastes time in the day. And then by the time the kids are coming home from school, they're overwhelmed by everything that has to get done. Right. They're overwhelmed because of poor choices. Oh, okay. So that's one reason that we feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Another reason might be because we like to be overwhelmed. We like what it looks like to be busy. Right. To oh, be the busiest. How often do yes. we say that when some how are things going? Oh, it's so busy. 
but we like it. Yes, and, and it's a bragging point yes, for us, isn't absolutely. it? absolutely. <laughs> you know, when I did this breakout session, I had a picture for the first person. It was a, a woman, a cartoon character, but who was very overweight, and she uh-huh. was standing on a scale. She's got the weight of poor choices. Mm. The next one was a woman in a business suit with a dumbbell over a her head of, okay. yeah. of like 100 pounds or something. And she's carrying a lot of extra weight because yeah. she likes how it makes her feel. Uh-huh. She likes how it makes her look. Right. But it's her choices as well. It is her choices, but it's also the the pride, the satisfaction mm. that goes in, not necessarily in doing a job well done, because mm-hmm. that's a different kind of thing, but in just everyone knowing that you do the most. Right. Women really struggle with this. Maybe men do too. No, men do as well. We do, you know, um, and it's that whole competition yep. thing that we all are involved in, in some way, shape, or Absolutely. form, even if it's only up here in our head. Yep. And then finally, the third reason that we tend to carry extra weight is sometimes life circumstances mm-hmm. just leave you a single mom. Right. Stuff sometimes, happens. Yeah. You're, you're, you have a special needs child who will mm-hmm. never be independent and you will always be caring for them. Yeah. There's just a lot that comes. And sometimes the picture for this one was a couple who he was a Marine and he was in Afghanistan and lost both of his legs. Mm. And they were trying to do a photo shoot and they wanted to get out in the water. Right. So this wife picked up her husband on her back. Oh, and my. They did a photo shoot that way. Right. And she's carrying 100 extra pounds because life circumstances are just hard. Wow. Sometimes we carry extra weight and we feel overwhelmed because that's just life. Yeah. Life is hard sometimes. It is. As I think of that, when life happens to us in that way, oftentimes we feel like we need to carry that ourselves. And the nice thing about both family and faith <laughs> is the realization that we don't always have to carry that for ourselves. Yeah, the first time somebody said to me, God won't give you more than you can handle. <laughs> you want to punch him in the mouth, oh my right? Goodness. <laughs> and I thought, well, first of all, yes, he does. And then he grows you and stretches you and That's he places it. people around you. Yeah. But sometimes this isn't God giving this to me. God, I, I do okay. believe in his will. Right. But when a husband's poor choices take Affect him away you. from a family. Sure. That's not God's desire. Mm-mm. We cannot blame God for some of the things that we're going through. Right. So sometimes it's simply that life is hard. Yeah. You know, I, I use the illustration often with clients that when my three kids were younger and I would take them to the playground, mm-hmm. inevitably somebody's going to get hurt. Right. Not because I don't care, not because I'm not paying attention, not because I push them, not mm-hmm. because I don't love them, right. but because they're children on a playground. Right. They're going to get hurt. Yeah. We are children on a playground. We are fallen human beings living in a broken world. Mm-hmm. There's going to be hurt. Yeah. Life is going to be hard. Not because God caused it, not because God doesn't love us or isn't paying attention. He's there. The only way that we're going to not get hurt in this world is when we are no longer in this world. Mm-hmm. And so this this idea of, you know, being overwhelmed, being too busy, doing all of these things and as we're now adding school in there, for some people that's going to make their lives easier because right? now all their kids are at school. Although but, there's a big question mark as to exactly how it's going to look that's again this true. year. That's so absolutely that true. That stress level just ratchets <laughs> Do we up. Pass, uh, pack the masks in the backpacks oh, or yeah. not? <laughs> right, right. So, oh man, I, I, I hope that as you've listened this morning, that something that uh, Jenny and I have talked about is a help 
to you because there are so many things that we can do. Yes, life happens to us sometimes. I've been through it physically. Jenny, you've been through it with your husband, and it's hard sometimes. But God is faithful, and God has given us family, and he's given us a, a church family as well that can be an encouragement and maybe you're the person that's going, you know what, I, I, don't, I don't relate to any of this right now. My life's really good. Then look around you and say, is there somebody out there who is overworked, overcommitted, and overwhelmed that I can offer a word of encouragement or help to? Yes, and don't just say, let me know if I can help. Yes. Say, I want to do this for you. I want to bring you dinner on Thursday night. What time works? Because that's so much easier for us to accept than reaching out when somebody says, let me know how I can help. Yeah. Or can I bring you dinner sometime this week? Oh, no, I'm good. Right. <laughs> no, you just say, I'm bringing you dinner yes. this week. Yes. What night's best? Absolutely. And don't even go in their house because they might be overwhelmed with how messy their house okay. is. Leave it on the front porch. <laughs> oh, such good advice, Jenny. Thank you so much for taking the yes, time. thank you. I would love to have you back again at some point, and we're going to continue a conversation about, about practical things that we can do in our lives uh, that, that God has called us to great things, but at the same time, he wants us to be careful about the way we live our lives. And, and you've given us some really good hints. Thank you so much. Wake Up Right, weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on WRGN, your good news network. Say hey, it's a good day.